Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast that's often about Big Brother, sometimes about Survivor, and more often than not about whatever Brett and I are watching and feeling these days. I'm Danielle. Hi, Danielle. I'm Brett. Hi, Brett. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, Brett? I'm uh, I'm a bit I'm a bit crusty today. Um, you know, I'm in week two of uh, an extended trip to New York. I have been eating out most meals. I've been drinking way more alcohol than I normally drink. So I'm uh, still recovering from last weekend when you were here, Brett. <laughs> Yeah, and we had. <laughs> I haven't been drinking this weekend because I'm like, I beer. can't. I'm still hungover from last weekend. We had one beer and one bottle of wine, and we were. <laughs> I'm ruined. Yeah, I know. So I, I'm hanging in there. That's why I need you to do the hosting duties today, just because yeah. I, I can't. Um, I am we'll absolutely positive in this episode today that I'm going to like not be able to formulate words or sentences very well. I'm going to misremember names, I'm going to misremember details. So just enjoy that. And I want all of our listeners to participate in the poll afterwards if you prefer me hosting or Brett hosting. No, we're not doing that poll because I know what's going to happen. Like, there's no this. difference. There's Stop no, the count. There's Stop not the going to be any difference. Count all the votes. <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh. I just remembered one other thing I watched this week. Let me write it down really quickly. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. So we... We usually talk about Big Brother. Unfortunately, it, even though it's June and school is out, school for most people is out, which means Big Brother should be starting soon. Big Brother usually starts like June and June 20s, somewhere um, in the June 20s, like a egg, week before exactly. the July. But sadly, it doesn't start till August this year. So you're just going to have to wait and deal with Brett and I talking about other piddly little thoughts that run through our fertile minds. And <laughs> that's what you that's what you're gonna get for a little while longer. So we're gonna start off with something we both watch. And something that is very controversial. I don't remember. Oh wait, we did what we did talk about it a little bit last week, actually. It's called The Idol on HBO. So how do we feel about episode two? I love it. Listen, I don't I, I said this last week. I don't understand why everyone hates the show and is rooting against it so hard. I went back and found the original Rolling Stone article that like I think turned a lot of people against the show. And what it amounted to was like it was a very messy shoot, lots of reshoots. There was a female director and she got pulled off and Sam Levinson of Euphoria got brought in. And people say that he's difficult to work with, difficult in that he is late with scripts and... But that's pretty much it. There's also a bunch of quotes in it from people who are like, we loved working on this. We had a great time. It was a great set. Like, we'd gladly do it again. So I'm just like, if this is the article that turned everyone against this piece, what am I missing? It's not that bad. Every Hollywood production has a bunch of assholes working on it. But if there's no details about them, you know, throwing the phone at, or like throwing a fork at someone like Amy, what's your name? The senator. Then what's the problem? <laughs> Amy Klobuchar. Amy remember Klobuchar? that story? <laughs> did yes. she throw a fork or did she use a comb as a fork or was that the same story? She threw the fork and <laughs> she, then realized she was forkless and then needed to use a comb to finish yeah, her she, chicken Caesar Maybe salad. someone gave her a spoon to eat the salad with and she was like, this is useless to me. I'll use my comb. <laughs> yes, she did use a comb to eat her salad, um, which is disgusting. Anyway, my also, take on 
on episode two was my exact take on episode one. The first half hour or so was great when it was about all her little hangers on, her manager, her assistant. Uh, I thought the sequence where this woman is self-combusting at her own music video shoot was bravura television. I agree. I think Lily Rose is very talented. I thought she was great. <laughs> the, show, I, the show itself is really like commanding and and you know you're just sinking sinking watching this music video shoot just completely like like sand just go through her fingers as this shoot goes poorly and she becomes more desperate to get the perfect take and i thought that was really good i thought it was beautiful and um then <laughs> The weekend and comes the weekend over and everybody's <laughs> choking each other and having sex again. Like, but, <laughs> which again, I kind of don't. Uh, I, it's not what I like. I have no issue. I didn't like with. that part of the first episode. I'm yeah, but I don't have to do it with again it. in episode two. I was not feeling it again. Here's what I think. I said. I know. I said last time that it reminds me of Showgirls, and it even more so reminds me of Showgirls now because I'm realizing everyone hated Showgirls when it came out. No one was like, oh, it's camp. We love it. It takes time for people to understand. And that's what I think is going to happen with The Idol. I don't think it's going to get a second season, even though there were announcements that I, there were these announcements where like Pop Crave, my most trusted news source, oh my God. tweeted like The Idol has not been renewed for season two. But then the HBO was like, hold on. We didn't say that we didn't renew it yet. So then they had to change that narrative. But we didn't say that we are renewing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're taking our time. So I don't I don't think it will get a season two. I think it's going to be like this one season of television that people are going to go back and be like, wait, did you ever watch The Idol? Actually, it was fucking hilarious. Like, you should check yeah. it out. Like, that's what I think is going to happen. Even this, especially maybe the weekend scenes where it's just like, he's not a good actor. He's like got cr this crazy hair that, you know, supposedly was a choice on purpose. I just think people are going to go back and really enjoy this film, but I am so evolved that you I'm are. liking it the first time through. <laughs> I, I Listen, we're uh, the third episode is going to come out in a few hours. Uh, I know, I'm, I'm going to watch, watch it, it live. Oh, the other I, think, I think people don't like The weekend as a human being. I, I think know, people are like, oh, he makes cool, sexy music, but I don't think he's... He's not Taylor Swift. He's not well, no. Lady, he's not Haley Gaga. People don't want to be his friend. I yeah. think there's like a bit of like tall poppy syndrome where like people want to cut down, you know, this a Canadian cornflower. Like, yeah, whether it's him or Drake. Drake yeah, should have told like them. Seeing, exactly. They don't want us to win. They the really other don't. thing is in the like sexy part of the second episode, there is a weekend song that plays. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, I mean, unless it was someone else, it sounded pretty much like I'm the just weekend. A freak, yeah. Did you have that oh song gosh. in your head after? No, absolutely not. The music <laughs> is very did. forgettable. But like in the sh not in the the like, universe of the show, but just like as something that was playing for us, the audience to hear to convey mood and tone. There a weekend song played, and I'm like, what the fuck is it? Like this is but so. Why are people pretending Silly. like the weekend isn't meant to be like 
Taylor Swift. The weekend's whole thing is like he does drugs. Yeah. And he likes sex. Remember, he performed at the Super Bowl. For some reason, he is extremely, he's actually so popular. He sells out stadium tours. So oh, why are people acting as if he's like a flop? He's not a flop. I know. You're he's a, a flop. He's a flip. He's a flip. <laughs> you flop. I, no, I mean, he has, he must have some sort of, maybe he is the idol. I am also not convinced that Lily Rose Depp is the idol. I believe it might be what's whatever his name the is. Weekend. Tafoya to Tescado. No. No, the character's name. Oh, Tedros. 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 <laughs> like maybe <laughs> he's the idol. <laughs> um He, he must have idol. some sort of charm over the good people at HBO because he did a concert at SoFi Stadium that was like produced to the nines and they did they put that on HBO. But what I'm saying is he's got charm over everyone. He played the Super Bowl. Not everyone oh, gets to do that. No. Most people don't get to do that. So I have not done it once and I don't I you know what? Just like HBO cannot confirm that there's not a second season of <laughs> The Idol, Hey Julie cannot confirm that Hey Julie is or isn't doing the <laughs> Super Bowl halftime show. Wait, I also January, want to give February 24. inside peek at the way we watched this show last week, which is Brett was actually watching the Tony Awards. And <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not watching that. I'm watching The Idol. I was watching <laughs> Our Girl. See, I told you, I'm not going to remember names today. What's Ariana, her, Ariana DeBose. DeBose. Literally improvised the entire Tony's. Good for her. So it opened with just a dance number, just like a big dance number. And there was no song. There was nothing. It was just dance. And okay. then Ariana is going and it just, it feels a little bit, it felt a little bit like maybe a speech at a wedding. That was kind of the vibe to it. And she was like, oh, by the way, because we're standing strong with our brothers and sisters in the WGA, we're not, there is no There's written no word. Yeah. There's no script tonight. And then she's like, you know, show the prompter. And the prompter literally just says, like, how much time is left to talk. There's no words in the prompter. And Ariana was just like, just winging it. She had and to do that for hours. It's a long show. She did fine a little bit. It just it just very much felt like the maid of honor had, like, too, too many <laughs> drinks. And, like, nobody was, like, ready to... Nobody was, like, no going to take it. It, the mic away from her. Sure. And... You know what? She prob she did fine. She probably had signed the paperwork, agreed to do this show before the WGA strike happens. She's locked in. But I don't think they were putting her in a good position to improvise one of the major televised award shows. Right. If you're like, you know what? We don't have a script. Be like, sorry, Ari. We got to get Pol we got to get Polar and Faye. We got to get <laughs> I mean, Keenan Thompson. We got to get someone They're smart from enough to say no. Not that she's not smart. I'm sure she's smart, but like I don't know. I wouldn't want to do that. But I wouldn't want to host that the show. The whole Angela Bassett thing from like the Bastards or whatever. Yeah. You think she would be especially especially sensitive to the fact that she an Oscar-winning actress exactly. should not be going on live television getting fucking embarrassed by the production mishaps and by, like, 
the stupid stuff going on. Oh, there is a oh, there is a script, and this and the BAFTAs, and they wrote the stupidest little rap for her in the world that everyone dunked on for a week. And now there's no script. Maybe she was like, it can't get any worse because that was scripted. Do a movie. I agree, but I think it's not her get fault Cecily that she's not Strong. doing movies. Cecily Strong is just doing Verizon commercials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> get any available. of those SNL people. <laughs> any of those SNL people. They're all, that's all they do in their off season is commercials for oh my phones. And Lady Gaga is doing migraine ads now. Fly <laughs> <laughs> directly to the forehead. <laughs> um, so that's our thoughts on the, the state of on musicals. Okay. Um, so there's, we don't need to spend a lot of time on this, but I'm just saying this for the sake of radical honesty. I didn't watch that much this weekend, this week, but I did watch the film The Waterboy. <laughs> okay, let's go. Which, because I, you know, we were just like, let's watch something silly. Let's watch something so silly. And I already watched Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore enough. Like, I don't watch The Waterboy that much. So we put on The Waterboy. I have to say, it's the, it's the third, I don't even know if I should say third best. It's like third in that ranking for a reason. It's the third best Adam Sandler movie? No, I didn't say that. I very pointedly did not say that. Okay, then what <laughs> did you say? Because I did not understand what you said then. I said, clearly those two, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore are the best. Oh, okay. Oh, so of the early Sandler Sports films. He's playing some sort of... (laughs) Idiot. Idiot, yeah. Yes. It does not rank as high as those two. It's quite far down. I don't know if it's third. I have a question. Because the movie I'm about to suggest came out in the same era. This movie actually came... I would imagine... I think this movie came out before The Waterboy. Between Happy Gilmore and The Waterboy. But would this count as part of it? Question mark. The Wedding Singer. Oh my God, the wedding singer! I forgot about that. Should be number one because he's not playing an idiot in that. He's playing <laughs> he's a, total he's like he's a total sweetie. He's not like someone who's been in, that. in the head, which is no, what all those other a, movies are about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's so cute in the wedding boy singer. The, the wedding, wedding singer <laughs> is like almost elevated because it's like just a legitimately great rom com. Oh, and him and Drew together are so oh my cute, God. and it's got one of the best lines ever. Julia Gooley. <laughs> 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 so no that doesn't that's in another stratosphere that's like but it's, it's the like same wedding era. singer it's in the middle and punch of that drunk era. love yeah you're right okay. I know it's in the same area area code um, I have to blow my nose <laughs> okay I'm gonna talk about Adam Sandler I think basically after punch drunk love after Spanglish was in this time I, I don't I, it kind of loses it for me Click. Oh no! Let you know me, what we tried I'll turn to watch? off the remote control. <laughs> tell you that we tried to watch. Um. Uh. Oh my God! The one, one where he's a hairdresser, like an Israeli hairdresser. You don't mess I think? with the zo- people. Don't love mess- that movie. There it are- is so racist. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Within the first thirty, because we were like, we had the same thing. We were like, let's watch something stupid. Surely we've never seen Zohan. Maybe this will be like early Adam Sandler. And we were like, oh my god, we can't in good faith watch this because it's like so racist. There is a Zohan hive out there. Well, there's like a lot of people, and by a lot, I mean I just I'm very much thinking of my one friend Casey. Hey, Casey, <laughs> who <laughs> loves this movie. I don't mean to right. mischaracterize if the movie is like 
really like problematic <laughs> or whatever. Maybe Casey doesn't it's want to be mentioned. Extremely problematic. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think I saw. I mean, that was at a point where it just got too stupid for me. Yeah. Adam Sandler took a step back and he really thought about it, and then he made Uncut Gems, which we love. Yeah, well, he when he'll do a movie, he'll do a movie like that every ten years that really rips. Yeah, and he's a really interesting actor, but but what yeah. him farting around Vienna with. Jenna Aniston, like <laughs> on that's gonna be dying, a no for sure. me, dog. Like, sure. One thing, like, all I'll these say, movies where he's just like the grown-ups or blended or all, like that's just it's just bad. Like, I guess they're for kids. What's interesting is like the Water Boy, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Those movies are for kids as well. They're for like kind of teenagers and stuff because they're just like kind of. Like, no, they are, but they hit and they they're hit like us. Gross, they're just like stupid comedies. They're just like goofball comedies where like people get hit in the nuts with like golf balls and stuff, which is fine. Like that's a great. <laughs> but like, they hit us at the perfect age yeah. where like now there's nostalgia for that specific type of comedy. Um, one but thing, all I'm wait, saying I'm, is like there's a difference between like something that's like f- f- the kids like it because it's just like people getting hit in the groin with like various sporting equipment. <laughs> And then he's like, all the movies are for kids in that, like, he plays a dad and he, like, goes through a water slide, like, and his pants fall down or whatever. <laughs> and it's yeah. all about, like, dad. Uh, and that yeah. stuff is lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I give, like, just a couple points about the water boy? There yeah, is one line that is still incredibly funny. Which is, there's something wrong with his Matula Avangada. <laughs> that movie was really funny, The Water Boy. And like, it's not that funny. The Rob Schneider not. runner. Oh, you yeah, can, you do can do it. it. That's very funny. <laughs> okay, this is something I'm going to have to trust my husband and other fans of Barry on. But he, my husband was like, Henry Winkler is playing the same character he played in Barry. So... It, all you Barry heads, if you want to see the genesis of that character, I guess watch The Water Boy. And then I really have to say, and this is very grown up. This is very mom. This is very adult of me. But as I'm watching this movie, I was like, that water looks so good. Oh, like, it's like great <laughs> it looked, aquamarine. It looked so refreshing. Like, I got so thirsty watching the movie. I was like, I got a drink and I need it to be cold and crisp. Like, it looked, he really put a lot into that movie and, and into that water. Then I will say, what the hell happened to Feruza Bulk? She is what so cute. What happened to her? She's what so cute. What happened to her? I don't know how to pronounce her name, but I am. Feruza Bulk. Feruza Balk on her hive. I am, I am like a man I who think like a wants lot, to see more of her. A lot of gals from this time period have made a comeback in like yellow jackets or whatever. Else. Oh my god! And I or think, Yellowstone. Yeah, she deserves uh, some sort of comeback like that because she is so cute and got like such a specific style, and she's got great comedic timing. And I just was like so happy to see. I was like, oh yeah, for Isabel, she's so great. And then, I mean, we all she's always good. But Kathy Bates as Mama, great. <laughs> also she, like mean, it. That's Oscar, Oscar winner, winner Kathy yeah. Bates is so good. Her and 
Have her host the Tonys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can't wait to watch her as Matlock, Lady Matlock, oh <laughs> on CBS this fall. So I'm just saying, like, even you got to give it to Adam Sandler. Even in his not best films, there are some. He knows how to cast a great female lead, oh, like Louisa yeah. Bulk. And Adam to, Sandler knows who he wants to make out with. Yeah, that's really one of his and great it's mostly characteristics. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> mostly Drew. After a while, yeah. Is it? Is this like bad? I mean, a paycheck's a paycheck and, you know, good for her. Is it bad for Jen Aniston that she was like the hottest person of the 90s and made so much money doing friends and like married to Brad Pitt? Like, who is like a piece of shit. So that's not really. But I'm just saying, like, when Jen Aniston and Brad Pitt got married, that was like. Well, the two hottest people right, right. are physically off. the hottest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're getting married, and right now she has to like make out with like dumpy, like borderline <laughs> grandpa age Adam Sandler. <laughs> um, I don't think she cares. I think she's living a great life. Okay, because then because in her real life she's making out with Justin Thoreau. So like, I, I, are they still together? I thought that. Well, she was. I don't know oh, who yeah. she's with well, now. Thoreau is he's. He's a piece. He maintains, he's a piece too, and he's yeah. an intellectual. He he's is an intellectual. intellectual. He writes the movies he's in. He writes them, such as Charlie's Angels Three. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did he write that one? I don't know. Actually. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. We're talking about people uh, from the '90s who disappeared. Actresses from the '90s who disappeared. Yeah. She wasn't in any of these movies. But you know, what I think about all the time. Who? Monica Potter. Oh, yeah. I think we've discussed Monica Parter because oh. she was in Con Air. And remember? She was in Con Air. She was in Patch Adams. She was oh, yeah, in Patch Adams. a couple other things. And she seems British, but is she not? Well, I'm sure we've had this exact conversation because <laughs> <laughs> this is what I think about when I think of Monica Potter. Harry I'm Potter like, killed Monica Potter. Oh, Only room for one Potter. <laughs> that's so true. She is from Cleveland. She's very American. She's very American. I thought she was for sure British. Sorry. She was good at acting. Yeah, she was good at it. She has like a stiff British upper lip. Oh, no. You don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything about the Brits. <laughs> I think I know anything. Living thing or two. in a Commonwealth or whatever it is. That's true. Well, do you guys um, get new money soon? When does yeah, the king it's money being come printed. out? It's being printed because we can't use the queen anymore. So you have to throw it all. They throw it all away. I think they should just give it all to me, and I'll find a way. Well, I agree with that. But like, what? How does that work? Where they're just like they phase it out. I think they just phase it out as you deposit it, as the store is deposited into the bank. Gotcha. They just yeah throw they. I don't know if you can even burn it because it's like a type of plastic that doesn't get wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy our money while you were here, Brett? We did. There was a, a moment where I thought I was going to have to take the uh, the streetcar, the rail, the light rail system in downtown yeah. Toronto. And I was only there for two days. I wasn't going to an ATM. I wasn't right. going to the uh, currency exchange counter at LaGuardia. So I was like, Yo, Danny, you got a couple bucks? <laughs> and she flipped me two toonies. She was like, go buy yourself enough. something nice, kid. <laughs> would have been enough. Yeah, to it was take like $3.75. And yeah. then we didn't even discuss this last week. We went on an adventure ourselves to walk to the uh, music store to buy a new Steve's. digital recorder. Steve's, yeah. Yeah. So I then, yeah, when, then, when I left, 
uh, Toronto, I flipped you the two toonies back. So yeah, buy yourself you gave them nice, back. Huh? I, I know you I never even any, needed them. Never needed them. Yeah, I did well, hold them in my pocket for two days. <laughs> I've actually warm. there have been a surplus of lemonade stands in bake sales in my neighborhood recently. So those toonies are gonna come in real handy. Run um, by children. Run by children. Yes. Yeah. Um, I actually bought one yesterday because I, I bought this cookie because I thought it was obviously for me, but then it turned out to be a cookie baked for dogs. So I did give it to was my it dog. Good? I well, I guess I think so. <laughs> she ate it and she enjoyed it. Oh, so it. you never you didn't eat half of it? And <laughs> no, you're like, they told oh, me because like I was going to eat it. <laughs> texture than <laughs> I got so excited. It was a very niche bake sale. And it was cute. It was very cutely decorated. Maybe I'll post a picture of it when we gave it to Lenny. But anyway, we, so that's some things we watched. Oh, should we talk about the things we actually watched before we talk about things we didn't watch but have opinions on? Sure. I think so. So there's a new season of Black Mirror that came out. If you remember Black Mirror, it's been on forever. It's been on for a long time. Like at this point, probably close to 10 years since the first, the first few seasons came out only in England like you gotta, you had to do some some touring You digging. had to do some yeah. stuff to get it, and then a few years later, I mean, after the third season, I think Netflix bought it, and now they made the first few seasons available on Netflix, and then Netflix itself produced probably the the most recent four seasons of it, three or four seasons of it. Yeah. Um. To different to varying effects, I thought the original seasons were, you Disturbing. know, some of them were really. Disturbing and for the most part, excellent. <laughs> for me, there's definitely ones that like yeah. sh- shine more than the others. Excellent, yeah. excellent, excellent uh, television show, sort of like a techno conspiracy, techno futurist Twilight Zone. Yeah. Uh, in that every episode is like just a, con- a condensed story, lives in its own universe, its own characters, its own actors. Everything changes episode to episode. It's an anthology. Really and it's a star-launching vehicle as well. It kicked off like the new phase of like a sci-fi anthology mm. television filmmaking. Yeah. Um, the newer Netflix stuff is interesting because there's definitely more of an American tone to it, even though they're still often written by Charlie Brooker, who's British, who uh, created it and has written many things there. Um and honestly, probably the best episode ever made of Black Mirror came out in the Netflix era. It was produced by them. San Junipero is the name of the right. episode. Well, um, it was so good because everyone was like, wow, an episode of Black Mirror that doesn't make me depressed. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it was fi- like, finally, it something kind of nice. It didn't make me depressed, but it was also the one episode of Black Mirror that made me sob uncontrollably for 10 minutes mm. afterwards mm. in a positive way. Yeah, sometimes that's good. It's good to feel things. Yeah, I needed to just get out a lot of emotions after that yeah. one. Um, so the new season came out. There's like four or five episodes in it. Uh, I've only seen one. I just watched the first one that came up. And uh, you didn't watch it. You watched a few other ones. Uh, the exactly, episode so I watched that's why I want to hear your take. Joan is Awful. Uh, it might have been one of the worst hours of television I've ever seen in my life. Whoa, I that loathed, bad! I loathed it, and I actually really wanted you to watch it. So I'm really, I'm really glad that when I texted you and said, "Hey, you should watch this for the pod," you were like, "Yes, but no, <laughs> monkey's paw." Did you say which, that? <laughs> Did you say I that? I said I watched it. Let's watch. Talk about it for the pod. 
Oh no! Uh, I'm not. I don't remember you saying that. I can't get into the various text conversations I've had with women <laughs> this weekend. So I uh, okay. I really wanted to talk about it in the context of you'll let me know next week, and we'll, we'll you know as we often do here on Hey Julie, kind of have a conversation that lasts multiple episodes, multiple weeks. Yeah, that's why it's so important to listen to every episode. Approaches a topic in a completely roundabout way that's (laughs) difficult for the listener to to keep track of. Um, There was a question in our Discord, and I I wanted to throw it to you in relation Mm. to um, this thing. And we can come back to the episodes of Black Mirror that you watched. I don't mean to... I don't want to... I'm I'm not uh, trying to spoil it or anything, and I won't. Uh, But Tullinator asks in the Discord... Will y'all be watching the new Kaylee Cuoco show on Peacock based on a true story is the name of the, of the show. And uh-huh. when I was watching this episode of Black Mirror starring uh, Annie Murphy of the Shits, Shits Creek. Shits Creek, yeah. And other things. Todd has to go fuck himself or whatever. Yes, yes. <laughs> on AMC. Um, I was like... This is Kaylee Coco wasn't available. Like that was just my thought watching. This was like this is a Coco. This is a Coco. Coco Co. This is Coco content. (laughs) And Uh it was. It had the thing that I hate the most, which is like, you know, Annie Murphy. She's a she's a frazzled woman, you know, professional mm-hmm. woman going through something, you know, in a black mirror sort of way. There's a something going on with the tech in her life uh, and the tech of, of our modern world that is, uh, you know, frustrating her. And she has to go, you know, solve a mystery that is unra- unraveling her life in, in regards to a piece of technology. Why don't you just and say the details? What it has is... What it has is these like moments where she's like snooping around various buildings and the music is boom, 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 boom. And it's like, Oh, the fuck it's the fucking flight attendant. I'm just watching the fucking (laughs) flight attendant right now. I like that show. You know, do you want me to spoil it? Yes. I'm about to spoil the ending, ending of it. In this episode entitled Joan is awful. Joan played by Annie Murphy Mm-hmm. Goes through her normal life in a day and she gets home. And this is literally where things start going bad. She turns on the equivalent of Netflix in this universe that has right. the same exact UI and sound effects of Netflix. And they go out of their way to show like it's called Streamberry and a big S appear, a big red S appears and the ba-dum. Okay. And then, like, you know, the vertical line thing that, like, it zooms through the animation. That yeah. all appears, and it is explicitly Netflix. There's a new show on it called Joan is Awful, and the entire first episode is of this show is everything that happened to her that day. Okay. But played by Selma Hayek in the fake show. Right. But And what's and the commentary? There... Well, it completely loses the fucking script because there is there is something really interesting to the kernel of if there was a reality show or even a scripted show about your life, mm-hmm. there's a good chance that people would think you're a fucking asshole. 
and people would think that you're a mm. villain and that, mm. you know, so in this, in this day not in the me. life, not you, you're perfect. <laughs> but in the first 10 minutes of the episode, she go, you don't know the, the conceit of the episode yet. She wakes up, her boyfriend, her fiance makes her breakfast. You could tell she's like kind of not into the eggs that he made. Okay. And she goes to work. She has to fire someone that day. But you can, t- but it's like, she's not mean about it. It's just a bad, she has to fire someone at work. Right. And then at the end of the day, her ex texts her and is like, can we get a drink somewhere? And she meets her ex for a drink. Mm, they good. briefly kiss, but she, <laughs> that's not good. She goes, but she, she goes home. She, she doesn't want to be with him or whatever. Right. There is a really interesting idea of, cause so many people think, Every jo- first of all, every job I've ever had in my life, someone has said the words, they should make a show about this job. They should make a show about this office. They should make a show about us working here at the supermarket. Right. They should make us yeah. a show about us working at the movie theater. They well, should make a show about listen. us working in the box office of an off-Broadway theater. Every stupid job I've fucking had in my life, someone has said those words. Right. And it's like, no, it's not interesting at all. Uh, so there is that element to it, but it completely goes to crazy town with the celebrity stuff, with the poking phone at Netflix stuff. It has like five or six different themes in the end. And it actually is pretty, it's the, the, the fangs are are pretty dull. Like in the end, I didn't think it was really, uh, I didn't think, I thought it was like a pretty toothless uh, aim at that. I think the most interesting thing that they touch on for a little bit, and then ultimately it just goes to crazy town. They're trying to, they were writing it to be funny and it just wasn't funny is there is something interesting that feels like a black mirror episode about like, what if there was a reality show about you, just a regular person who works in an office, would you be the villain of it? Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that is something really interesting that we should all consider, especially well, if everyone wants fame in Ed some TV? sort of way. With, uh, what's your name? Jenna <laughs> Elfman. <laughs> Jenna Elfman and Matthew McConaughey. Tarma Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I have yeah. seen Ed TV. What happened <laughs> to Elfman? What Elfman is Scientology. To Elfman. Scientology got to Elfman. Oh I think, no! Yeah, I think Elfman turned her back on us, not the other way around. Wow. Um, but Dharma and Greg, we got mad about you. We got like a Mad About You re- revival like five years ago. We did get ago. Mad About You. Yeah, we did. And it was on like some weird, it was like only on like Spectrum cable or whatever. <laughs> Probably. No, I think no, you were, I was wrong. It was only on DirecTV. I think you had to have DirecTV to watch Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. Um, they were still together. When are we getting Dharma and Greg? Dharma and Greg would still be the together. The Gregasons. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. I have a late, late um, uh, subject just while they're on the subject of things we've watched. Um, I forgot that I watched this, but I really enjoyed it. And I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's called White Men Can't Jump. The new one or the no, old one? No, the old one. I haven't seen. You know what? I haven't seen either. Well, and I'm surely not going to see the one with Jack Harlow in it. No, but you should watch the, the old one. Maybe. I don't know. It's just it like a fun, good, good movie. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. And you know who's just such a great actor? Snipes. Yeah. Snipes is an incredible actor. <laughs> he's he's so like one of the good. most intense dudes ever. He's a like he's a perfect I know, but, actor. 
But he's like also very good at being funny and light. And, yeah. And it's like a role where he, um, the majority of the of the movie is them just talking shit about each other. <laughs> but then he has moments where he's like the man. Like he has to go home to his wife and child and like, you know, provide a stable environment for them. And he plays that part really well too. And Wesley it's just, Snipes is like an incredibly committed actor whose life fell apart because he was like stealing money from the government and went to prison. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I mean, I think he's getting back to it. I've seen him. You know what I'd love to see? Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Oh, Julie yeah. Moore. I heard that movie's really good with uh, Swayze and Snipes. Yeah. Um, I would, because it's like, yeah, he clearly didn't have an issue playing all types of roles. He played freaking Blade. He played this guy who's like a basketball hustler. He played whatever the role is in Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Uh, love that. I love that movie. Great I just want to say yeah. it over and over again. But um, I just, before I talk about, I just wanted to say that before I forgot. If anyone wants a fun, it's a fun Saturday afternoon movie, I would say. Anyway. I feel like Wesley Snipes is like, Three years behind the Nicolas Cage Renaissance, yeah, like yeah, Nicolas Cage is, so is back and he's like doing like like not that anyone saw Renfield or whatever, but like no. he's doing big movies and stuff. And that was like a big like major release film. I feel right. like Snipes is like a couple years behind on the same track. But Nicolas Cage is also doing like so many artsy fartsy movies with these auteur directors. I feel like they got to get one Snipes. To, it's in not some one of those. to one. It's not one to one. But I'm just I'm just saying that like. They're, those guys are probably of similar age. Took a so bit of a break seem for as different crazy, reasons. Isn't Nick Cage? Back. Nick Cage seems really like crazy. Anyways, um, I, so I watched two. Black I watched Mirror? two episodes okay. of Black Mirror. So, and I watched two that Brady didn't watch. I watched one about the paparazzi called Maisie Day, which is which was such a frustrating watch because okay, first of all. I mean, they're never going to listen to this, but I kind of know Zissi, Zissi Beats, who's mm -hmm. in Atlanta, and she's in, she's fabulous. She's a great actress. So I was a little frustrated on her behalf that she was in this episode, because this episode's a dud. <laughs> it's funny because people have been putting out their rankings of the new episodes this season, uh -huh. and I've only seen one, and I fucking hated it. And by yeah. all measures, this episode, Maisie Day, is undoubtedly worse than the one I saw. Oh, it for sure is. Um, because it just is very slow. It takes a long time to build up. And basically, at the end of the day, it's just like, it's a mix between Nightcrawler and that movie Paparazzi starring like Tom Sizemore. Have <laughs> you ever saw that movie? No, I but, haven't. Um, I do like Nightcrawler. That movie's good. Yeah, it's like Night... But it's not as good as Nightcrawler. It's just like Paparazzi, people who take pictures of bad things for a living or against people's consent for a living are very bad. We hate them, yes? And it's like, yep, yeah, they're very bad. We agree. That's pretty much the, like, I didn't need a whole episode of Black Mirror to shine a light on that. Like, I think when Black Mirror is at its best, they're showing us things, like, down the line that are going to be very worrisome. Like that, the 100 million points episode or yeah. um, the one with be Bryce right Dallas back. Howard. Or, yeah, Be Right Back, where it's sort of like... I don't know. Things that we haven't considered is how bad our world is going to get yet. <laughs> or like San Junipero where there, maybe there's a bright spot too. But anyway, this one was just like, ba it was so basic. It was incredibly basic, incredibly slow. 
I'm going to tell you what happens. Do you want to know the spoiler? No, I want to be... Spo- I don't want to oh, be All right, fine. Sorry. All right, fine. Then there's the another... The other one I watched is Demon 79, which I actually liked, but I didn't watch the whole thing because I had to go to bed. But, <laughs> but so... And it's like an hour and 15 minutes. It's the yeah. last one of the season. But it's really good. It's about this woman in Britain in 1979. And um, she works in a department store, a shoe store, and there's all these creeps around her and people are like racist against her. And it's the rise of um, National Front, which was basically like the MAGA. Yeah, Margaret Thatcher was in power. Um, And I really liked the leads of this episode too. I'm trying to look up their names because the the girl's name is Nita, the the character. And Jana Vassan is the actress and then Papa Essidu is the demon but so she gets a little blood on this like talisman which brings this demon to life and the demon tells her you have to kill three people or the apocalypse is going to come and she's just this meek you know she's very meek very put upon sales girl like she doesn't want to do it and the demon has to like convince her to do it and the demon takes form at first he's a scary demon this is a light spoiler but i won't give all the spoilers away at first he's a scary demon but then he turns himself into like a hot guy <laughs> because because he knows that that will make him more endearing to her yeah um, and it's just like, it kind of reminded me, this probably isn't a selling point for you, but it reminded me of Buffy this episode. Okay. So well, I loved it. I'm going to check out the full season. I'm not looking forward to Maisie Day. But just skip my, Maisie Day. It's so My question pointless. to you is, well, it sounds like you like Demon 79. Yeah, uh, I did. And there's another one with Aaron Paul in it uh, this season. Right. Has Black Mirror lost the script, lost its sharpness. Well, I think they just, yeah, I read an interview with Charlie Brooker where he was like, I wanted this one to be like really light and fun. Like I wasn't going balls to the walls dark on this one. So I can respect that, but I just thought the output wasn't as good. You know what? Maybe he would do another season and it'd be great again. Or maybe he'll the next thing he does will be better. I don't know. I think Black Mirror itself, yes, is probably, we're good on it. Yeah, it's it's a shame just because I you know when it came out it was certainly some of the most like challenging and prophetic and and disturbing television. Yeah, being made. It's hard to keep and doing now that. it's just like Target. You know, like, it's really it, hard to keep doing that though. Like then you, don't. Yeah, exactly. They maybe just that's we're done now. We're done. We're done. D U N. Done. Um, <laughs> what about? The Flash and Elemental. Enters the speed zone. Yeah. I want to talk about the box office. I want to talk about the box office Let's talk receipts. About Let's talk about the numbers. Here today, June 18th, 2023. <laughs> uh, the box office uh, receipts, rankings, reports. The numbers. numbers came out. And uh, man, it was it was rough out there. It's Not a good weekend. There. Yeah. Two Big stinking bombs happened this weekend. <laughs> the Which Flash we don't, made... we take very little pleasure in. We want movies to succeed, except oh, no, we exactly. don't want movies starring freaks who assault people to succeed. That uh, not only that are superhero universe movies. No, I actually don't want those to succeed. So I do take some pleasure in this. I my whole point with this is like there there's going to be in the next. 48, 72 hours, a lot of like 
ink and hand wringing over like, are the movies dead? Because this weekend was like such a shocking bomb. And I don't believe that. I think these movies just look like they fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't people really are bored of the people are bored of superheroes. Like the superhero thing started in a way like in 2000, 2001 with the Spider-Man, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and the first X-Men movie. And it's, they've gotten like 25 years of juice out of this, but like this wasn't going to last forever. And, and they're expensive. They should make them cheaper. They're expensive. No, people either don't know who Ezra Miller is or they know who he is. And once you, you don't know who know. Ezra, yeah. Ezra Miller is, you're like, this guy's an asshole. Yeah, uh, they, they, they are an oh, asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know about yeah. that. I apologize. They are an asshole. They um, are an asshole. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. didn't know. Sorry about that. I don't want to um, know. And... uh Like the who cares about the Flash? Who cares? And and I could say that about a lot of superheroes who have their own movies. This is like the fourth or fifth superhero movie in the last two or three years. That's like, oh no, we got the multiverse uh, farted, and we have to go back and stop the multiverse from farting. I'm always saying this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always saying this. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> she even gave him a hug. <laughs> like, this is just boring. Like, okay, yeah, there was a Spider-Man No Way Home where they did that and Tobey Maguire popped out of the multiverse. And the new Spider-Man animated film is literally the same freaking plot. And Ant-Man 2 is, oh no, we have to go inside of the multiverse to stop it. From but happening small, on a summer like, top. Yeah. And Doctor Strange was like, no, we need to go to the multiverse of madness, which included just going to one multi like different universe or whatever. Uh it's it's just like kind of a it feels like a very boring crutch. And like I just don't want to say the movies are over just because Hollywood has made the same superhero movies six times in a row, and people are like, I kind of know. What? Those movies are over. Let's hope those movies are over. The movies ain't over. Not at all. And then on the Pixar, Pixar side, there's a bit of hand-wringing over Disney and Pixar being like, damn, we, we effed up when we put Turning Red on Disney Plus during the pandemic or whatever movie came out that was free on Disney Plus. We gave people just a little bit of it for free, and now they're going to wait. Now they're going to wait for it to come on Disney+. Plus. They're not going to take their kids to theaters anymore. I'm sorry. They are taking kids to theaters to see a freaking Mario movie. Like That movie made yeah. like $700 million. And Rise I'm sorry, of Pixar, Pixar has a great track record. <laughs> Those movies are usually always of interest. But is this like the fourth Pixar movie where it's like, oh, we're going to... Elemental town where water exists. Like, is this just the same conceit as Inside Out and like three other ones where it's like we take a really core idea about living in the universe and they're like, oh, let's go to the town where thoughts exist or the town where water comes from or like 
It looks I, like it's just a carbon copy of like four other different Pixar movies. Maybe that's why people don't want to see it because it doesn't look like a very engaging idea. And, and maybe not because the movies are dead or because kids like don't have attention spans anymore. Well, I also think that Disney kind of flopped where they took a page out of Netflix's book on this movie and just didn't market it very well. I haven't heard anything about this movie. I didn't realize it was coming out. I'm their prime demo. I have a child. Yeah. So (laughs) they should have been marketing to me in some way. And I have Disney Plus. I didn't even see anything about it. Like, shouldn't they have little like go behind the scenes or like the making of or anything on there? I didn't see it. I don't know what Elemental is. I don't know who's starring in it. I don't know the pl- basic plot. You just told me you're, I'm hearing this now for the first time. So I just like... I watch a lot of live television. So I see these ads. I've been seeing ads constantly for Elemental and for The Flash. Also, like, I feel like I watched the entire movie. I mean... Mm. It, it doesn't sound interesting. What's the matter with going back and making a couple cute animals? You know? What, why can't we do that? You know who Toys, they're digging up? Monsters, cars. These are things we can get behind Pixar movies. They're digging up <laughs> fucking Tim Allen. <laughs> they're like, yeah, Toy Story Five. Oh yeah, is Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed Lightyear was also a Buzzfeed Lightyear was also a flop. <laughs> uh, I watched half Buzz that movie. It wasn't was a good. Flop. It, it wasn't was a good. flop. It wasn't good, and not because it was Buzzfeed Lightyear woke. It was just because like this movie was just like not funny or interesting. I don't know. It's got, because it got that Chris Evans curse on it. That's why. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think movies are dead at all. I think that's a flaw. That like flawed. It's just people aren't making, you can't say movies are dead just because no one wants to see The Flash. No one was ever going to want to see The Flash. Make good movies and I promise you movies are not going to be dead. Like Exactly. I saw Avatar in theaters. I saw... Avatar was good. Yeah. It was good. I wanted to hate that movie, and that movie was good. Thank you. I saw that the next Avatar movies aren't coming out till like twenty thirty two or something. (laughs) Yeah, they just re they had just announced that I think Avatar three was supposed to come out in like end of twenty four, and they're like, yeah, more like end of twenty five, and and then the last one, Avatar five, has been pushed to the twenty thirties, and. It's like, I'm going to be like... we. None of us are going to be here. Have you seen the closer to? I'm going to be probably like closer to 50 by the time that movie freaking comes Which out. Which is so crazy. I promise you about. this is not the last time Avatar 5 is getting delayed. Just... I know. That's well, it. We, you like, know, we're going to be okay probably. James Cameron needs to get a... He's like not a spry chicken. No. Well, Does he, he want to finish the, this? Do you think he's got one of those deals? Because he's so rich. Do you think he's got one of those deals where it's like... He's going to be cryogenically frozen. Like I think powers. he just has the technology to not die. Probably. And you know what? If we're keeping certain geniuses alive, I actually think James Cameron is a good candidate for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm a okay little with bit. It. I mean, I don't know if I'd like be his friend or anything, but. I would love give him to have his camera, dinner. give him his little scuba diving suit. <laughs> yeah. Have a good him. time. Go, you know go what? play in I the would... water. Go play exactly. He loves water. He's Your the water boy. Gonna, he is the water boy. <laughs> That's where he got his actual inspiration. He was like me. He was watching the water boy. He was like, hmm, That's crisp, cold water. <laughs> I should, we should protect water. Water is a good resource. Elemental. It is an elemental resource. Um, well, Brett, we have a we did you we already touched on one question, which was from Tulinator about 
are we going to watch the Kaylee Cuoco show on Peacock based on a true story? No. So, and by the way, I also accidentally used my only Discord like special emoji on this. I didn't realize <laughs> I was using it, <laughs> but I used. So I will watch it if it comes to Canada. We haven't been very lucky with Peacock series thus far. So I don't know if we're going to get it. But if it does come, yeah, I'm going to watch. You know why? Because I like Kaylee Cuoco. I think she brings a special something to all of her Another roles. thing that just needs to go away which is the plot of this thing, which is like, oh, a thing happened. We should start a podcast, which is the conceit of this show. Oh, yeah, this, this really show. hurts us hard. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, like, if it's Kaylee Cuoco and we need to start a podcast, like, I'm out. I'm what out. happened to We Bought a Zoo? Why do we have to start a podcast? <laughs> I've never seen We Bought a Zoo. And then the other day I was watching TV. I forgot I was watching. And uh, the last two minutes of We Bought a Zoo came on and it was amazing. It was incredible. Because they're happy with the fact at that point that they bought the Yeah, literally it was just like shots of like different (laughs) animals playing and like Scarlett Johansson who I didn't know was in this movie and and Matt Damon and Thomas Hayden Church are like sitting like on a bench and they're like we really bought a zoo. (laughs) And we're happy with our decision. Yeah. Uh, uh, From Matt May 81 since it's Father's Day what is the ultimate dad movie in your opinion? Wow. There's a few different ways to answer this question. Like, is it a movie about dads? Or is it like a movie that just I think it's a movie dads watch. Yeah, it's a movie dads love. I'm going to say, because this has been my experience, any movie starring Susan Sarandon. So I'm going to say Bull Durham. Oh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Dads love Susan Sarandon. It's like a little scary, a little sexy. But very sexy, yeah. Meatloaf is in it. We all dads Meatloaf, love meatloaf. Dads love meatloaf, yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say Bridge on the River Kwai. Hmm. I personally <laughs> believe that dads like to watch ancient war films. Ancient, mm, yes, war films like for from sure. the 50s and 60s, not like about ancient times. This is too old. No, but that's like, I don't know. My I, you know, on, on this day, on Father's Day, I think of a movie that my dad would watch. I think of basically like coming into the living room and my dad would be sleeping while Bridge on the River Kwai is like on Interesting. Television. That just huh. feels like a Father's Day sort of occurrence. Okay. Well, there are two very different answers for you. Thank you all for your questions and comments and thoughts. We know that it feels really, it feels, I'm going to just say, it feels a little dry like it does it right now without any BB to keep us going as a fan base. I get that. We know you have so many choices of podcasts to listen to. Right. And we thank you for flying with Hey Julie Airlines. <laughs> We're having fun. I'm having fun. I just, I can understand, like, even when I look at the Hey Julie Twitter feed, it's like all the usual suspects who would be tweeting about, like, spoilers or... Rumors, there's nothing. No, we're we're powering through. It's gonna be rough. I'm like constantly hungover right now. So I'm I'm personally feeling a little bit. I'm personally just feeling a little bit out of it. I'm not at home. Like I'm not where we where I normally tape. So give us a couple of weeks. We'll get into the swing of things, and and then it's like our birthdays, and then it's like I know. Then it's birthday party. Can of spinach and Big Brother starts. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be great. So thank you all. Join the Discord. Follow us on Twitter. Hey, Julie, BB. Email us. Hey, Julie, big brother at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. 
Bye, Julie. See you at the movies, Julie. <laughs>